Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Fakia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. And World Gym, trained for the sport you play. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome to a Wednesday night edition of Sports Day. Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews in the Sports Day studio today. The man who's sitting beside me in the studio is very excited because we're up to the seven-day countdown to State of Origin 2, Suncorp Stadium, next Wednesday night uh, at the Cauldron. Why are you nervous, Scott Sattler? And hello, by the way. Hey, Woogie and listeners. Oh, I just am. I just am. I, I'm nervous because Queensland usually don't say too much. But oh, you mean and the, all the all the everyone's been critical and and heaping a lot of and piling on New South Wales and their selections that. Well, who like the? I mean, well, the, the New the South Wales media, even New South Wales fans. You're a New South Wales fan, and you're going. Oh, I'm glad I'm not going to be here to watch you guys roll over us. Well, that's because of the Queensland fans. So it's it's horrible. So I'm thinking. And correct me if I'm right. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I am wrong. Uh, but, you know, it's it could be one of the greatest ambushes of all time. You reckon? Well, I, no, I I'm, still, just, I'm just I'm, – I'm nervous. I haven't been on the radio because you and Rad have been here Monday, Tuesday. But I'm still scratching – and I'm sick of talking about it. But I'm just going to say I'm just sick. I'm scratching my head about the Nico Hines thing. And let me put this to you, Scott Sadler. Mm. If that was Queensland, let's say, um, let's say he was in. Nico Hines was in uh, the squad for Origin One. He was in camp, and let's say DCE did his hamstring in that game after Origin. Would you put Nico Hines in as halfback if you're if you if it was the Queensland if it was Billy Slater? Otherwise, what's the if he can't be the backup? Well, he's the next man up. That's right. If In he his preferred position. If he can't be the backup for Cleary, mm. then w- w- why pick him at all? I guess that's been the argument. But Queensland, s- pick and stick, right? <laughs> Don't bring up that because but that's been a big argument. But you do, no, right? I, I, norm- I, I said this on Monday night with, with Rat. In years gone by, it's been pick and stick because Queensland haven't had a gluttony of players to pick from. And they've had to pick players out of form that have aimed up. Whereas this year's probably one of the first years in a lot of years where there is a lot of depth and a lot of key positions. So, you know, for example, last year, Munster goes down, Dearden goes in. Well, straight away, he puts himself into the frame if Munster ever, if ever went down. I know Callum Ponger has said he won't take any part in this year's series, but if he was and Reese Walsh went down, well, Callum Ponger would come in. So you still got Dane Gagai to use. You've still got Corey Oates to use. Yeah. So. The pick and stick is is probably hasn't had to be used this year. But if he's not the backup, if he's not the backup for Nathan Cleary, then why did they put him through camp in the first place? Mm. And I I have the feeling that's and you know better than me. But if that was in Queensland, then he would just be the next man up, and he'd take that spot if 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 something happened to DCE. Yeah, probably. You're probably right. You're and probably right. To, to think that. The last is, I mean, his last two performances haven't been that great. He didn't have a great game against the Bronx. 
and he had the he had a shocking game against Melbourne, but. I don't think too many Sharks players could put their hand up and say they had a good game. I suppose the argument is, and we're going to talk about it soon, Brent Tate, who I've got to remember, Tate is a, a Queensland legend and loves Queensland, has commented and said he doesn't think Nico Hines is actually an origin player. But he's been so, playing so well, he's he's got to be given an opportunity. That's probably the argument. He's the Dallium player and, of the year. And when you put good players, which he is, amongst the elite players... Yep. Do they go to another level? He won the Daly M Player of the Year. That you, makes him elite. You are right. You were right. He did. <laughs> no, but that makes him elite, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, so if, if you're the best player in the competition over the last 12 months, that makes you elite. Hmm. I think people underestimate him. Um, what makes you elite is to do it season after season after season and then play representative football and then dominate at, football, at representative level. That's elite. Do you think... I don't know. You probably talked about this last night. I don't want to go over, you know. So, obviously, you didn't listen can, to the show. Can you take As me through the As a content the, manager, you didn't listen to the show. Can you take me through the whole show just yeah. before I mention anything? But anyway, uh, I don't know. Uh, hello to our new uh, sponsor, too, World Gym. Uh, World Gym Australia, improving lives through fitness. And, of course, Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. It's not long away, is it? Uh, about five weeks, I think. I've got to call a game from the Gabba in a couple of weeks, about three or four weeks. I was wondering... Why am I calling a Broncos game in the Gabba? And then that night, I had to be, be reminded that the World Cup is being played at Suncorp. Mm. Yeah, well, that night, that night it's happening. Nigeria, Australia versus Nigeria that night. But I think the uh, FIFA takeover the the big stadiums around Australia sats mm. in a couple of weeks' time, so they get them prepared for for football. Uh, listen, social medias. If you want to find us, TikTok Sports Day SCN or SCN League, uh, it's going off. Uh, Instagram, SCNQ, Twitter, Sports Day New South Wales, full show podcast. Grab, look for Sports Day New South Wales. Or you can check out the interviews at SCN League. S- speaking of interviews, you and Rat last night mm-hmm. caught up, this is probably a late night conversation, uh, with one of the greats of origin. The man, well, the man you could arguably say destroyed the Biff in rugby league. No, when Gal. He, Gal no, destroyed it. No. Gal destroyed any fights in rugby league. Nate Miles attacked Gow's fist with his <laughs> massive forehead. That's what happened. Mm. So he joins us tonight because it continued the series of, uh, you know, Origin Larrikin. He's part of the coaching staff. How many play? How many games? Yeah. 32 Origin. <laughs> That's a lot. That's a lot for a forward. Yeah. Now hey. he, He's one of those players that he'd admit at times that he wasn't at his greatest in club footy, but Mal would call him and say, hey, Nate, yeah. Can I rely on you? Let's go. Um, we're going to get to biscuit discussion soon. Uh, Dirty Flamingo has sent a text through 0457 736 736. You can get involved anytime you like on the show tonight. I particularly want to know what you're up to, how you're listening. I want to know to how Sports Dirty Day. Flamingo gets his name Dirty Flamingo. I, I'm, I, I hazard a guess. Uh, why on earth is a New South Wales-born person nervous about Queensland sats? Love your work. A lot of them one of the great upsets and hijackings in origin history or it could be a big scoreline in in favor of queensland it'll either go either way it'll only go either way i think it didn't take long 785 steve calling me a flog uh eight minutes into the show get over it woogs your flog moses is in and that's that i'm not again i don't care that moses is in i would have rather seen reynolds i think well you do care 
Well, no, no. You're already saying you want someone no, else in there. No, no, I'm not upset that Moses is there, right? I'm, I'm, but so you've complained that Nico Hines didn't. <laughs> I didn't get complain about that. And you said I, I just, want Adam Reynolds in there. No, but I'm okay with. Listen, make up your mind, mate. Stop it. Stop it. I'm just saying that I'm surprised Nico Hines is not the halfback. Okay, That's can, all. Can I get your vote first and foremost? Rating out of ten mm-hmm. in all biscuits. Mm-hmm. And Rat has texted and said we talked a lot about biscuits. You'd love it, Woogie. Can I just? And we'll finish Don't it even here. Don't talk to me, We'll finish right? it here. Right. Monte Carlo out of 10. Monte Carlo. I said six and a half, seven. Yeah, I think it's middle of the pack, about a five. Yeah, that's that's fair. I'm happy with that. one 800 1170 if you want to get involved with the show tonight. Or I'd even one three hundred. Is it? one 800 I don't know. Is it one three? It's one three hundred. Oh one eleven seventy. I think I've done that before, haven't I? Or oh four five seven seven three six seven three six is the uh, text number. Um, yeah, I just thought just going back to Reynolds for one quick second. Yep. I want to get your opinion on this. Given that Suncorp's his home ground, mm-hmm. given that he's a bit of a fan fave now in Southeast Queens, and you said before off the air, yeah, sure they'll boo him, but he knows the surrounds. He's got the experience. I just thought Reynolds and uh, if it isn't if it wasn't Nico Hines, I thought maybe Reynolds and Luai would be a good combination. Reynolds steers the team around. Luai is the creative player. Yeah, there's a lot of people that have questioned Jerome Luai and his ability to play without Nathan Cleary. And please, and, who's done that? Well, there's there's been for the last couple of years. A lot of people have always said, you know, if Nathan's out injured, he's been out suspended last year. Then he had shoulder injury the year before. He's out for five or six weeks. And many questioned about Jerome Luai's ability to to win big games without Nathan alongside him. And you got to remember, he was five eighth for Samoa, who went through to a World Cup final. So he's fine without Nathan Cleary. Mm, yeah. Okay. Alrighty. Uh, you okay today, mate? I know one of the first things you came in today uh, and said to me is that you know your your little baby, she's over in Greece. Oh, Olivia, my daughter. She's left with her best friend of Greece today. Um, she is half Greek, so. Which half? That's a joke, mate. That's <laughs> and don't look at me I like that. I said it last off air. I said to Rat, I said, "Oh, my daughter's gone to Greece," and he said, "Oh, my daughter went and saw it as well, and she's been dancing uh, around the house, singing. You're the one that I want." I said, "No, what? The country, you idiot." He's taken a few knocks, Rat, hasn't he? Mm. Um, she all right? Who's she gone with? Her best friend. You know, I, I admire your daughter. I'll she, say two words. What? Contiki tour. Oh, God. <laughs> I admire your daughter. She works hard, pays a rent, <laughs> manages to save money, oh, and then go on a holiday. I got into her bathroom. Beck and I got into her bathroom today what? and scrubbed it dry. It's just horrific. Um, along with Nate Miles, we've got a great interview coming up tonight with a young player from the Warriors who was at the Sharks. Sats, and he's, he's a going good well. player, this kid. He's, a real, he's always been a good player. He just hasn't been able to crack it due to injury um, and more experienced players in front of him. That's the 5'8 for the New Zealand Warriors. Former Sharks, 5'8 is Luke Metcalf. He's going great with the Warriors. Yeah, he'll be on the show uh, soon. Simon Orchard as well. Got a couple of tips for Weddy Park tonight. And one of our favourite segments of all time. So that's what's making you go, hmm, the whole Nico Hines thing. No, that part that, that but hmm. I've got I've got something else that's okay, popped up. Do you want me to kick it off or do you want to go first? No, you go. No, you go with one. I'll use mine Biscuit later Biscuit Gate, that was on the show last night. Yeah. Matt Rogers. Yeah. Who didn't realise that the wagon wheel, which is an almighty biscuit, yep. was a biscuit. We, well. What? 
Do you know that w- we had a listener who actually went down to Woolies? Found what, during the, the show? Called us while they were in the aisle or leaving Woolies to confirm that the wagon wheel in a supermarket, not a servo, it was in the biscuit aisle. Well, where else do you think it'd be? No, he thought it was confectionery. Rat. Oh. All right. I got one. I've got a theory on this. Okay. A reason why I reckon he doesn't go, he doesn't do the shopping. He's got maids. He's got that mansion where he or, sits or in Chloe. his. Or Chloe does. Yeah. I, 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 when was the last time you reckon Matt Rogers, Dual International, who complained once to me on radio about flying first class? Staying in five-class ho- uh, hotels in France mm. on a rugby tour. Yeah. Right? He said it was disgusting. Like, seriously. He said, it's disgusting. <laughs> when do you reckon the last time he went to the supermarket, yeah. for God's sake? I can't imagine. I can imagine him going down to the corner shop for, for milk or something because yeah. it's easy. I, I'll go another step. I've got an idea. I've ne- I could never imagine Matt Rat Rogers oh, no. going aisle upon aisle with a shopping cart. Nah. Choosing the shopping list. Yeah, going no. through the shopping list that Chloe's put together for. No, him. he wouldn't be doing it. I, I'm going to put. I've got an idea for the show next week. Yep. Because Rat's in. He's working four days next this week. This is because you're the content director, and you that's come right. Up and with I've just ideas. got all these great yeah. ideas. Yeah. Um, why don't we? Why don't we do a game next week with Matt Rogers uh, based on this great show? Oh, this is uh, a. Mex- right. That's the Mexican version of. Right. <laughs> why don't we do? What's it called? Uh, shopping sweepstakes, supermarket sweepstakes. Is this where the um, is this where the the um, the guy with his dog goes on the mountain as he guess as he guess the price? You can or have something? any game. Yeah, well, okay. I like the when Larry goes higher, lower. That's it. Yeah, is that it? Yeah, is that yeah. right? Okay. Next week, I want you to test Matt Rogers. Yep. This is Radio Gold. I want you to test Matt Rogers on the cost of items in the supermarket. Okay. Just everyday items, like uh, dishwashing liquid. Mm. He said to me, well, I don't do the dishes. Yeah. It's not my job. So ask him, th- he, wouldn't know the lo- he wouldn't know a loaf of, say, fruit bread, what mm. the cost is of sultana bread. You do that next week? Did you just call fruit bread sultana bread? Yeah. No one calls it sultana bread. Are you serious? That's what's written on it's the... It's fruit toast. It's what's written on the on the outside. It's of not it. sultana bread, mate. Tip Top has sultana bread. Doesn't on Doesn't matter whether purple. it's got sultana. No one calls it sultana bread. Oh, sorry if I call it what's on the wrapper. Uh, what do you got? What makes you go? Mm. Are you gonna? By the way, you're gonna do that? Yeah, I'll do it now. Hey, do you want me to? No, you're gonna do the supermarket sweepstakes. Oh yeah, we'll do the supermarket right, sweep- you. while you're in Bali. I promise. While you're away, we'll promise we'll do it, mate. That's gonna blow okay. up TikTok. I yep. guarantee. You reckon? Yes. <laughs> okay. What makes you go? Mm. Are we going to do it now? Okay. Mo Fatawaka. Yes. Maroon's prop. Yep. Played for Queensland before. He's revealed how he has had to cut short a baby moon. And that's exactly what I did. I went, hmm, what? So he's had to cut short a a baby moon in Byron Bay after being recalled in the origin. So for the listeners out there who don't know what a baby moon is, this is all part of the new millennial phase that we're in. A baby moon is similar to a honeymoon, is that it's a celebratory vacation. But instead of spending alone time with your spouse after getting married, you're enjoying quality time together before the birth of a new baby. Mm. This trend is growing in popularity. What With who? With who? You know what comes next. What? What's the next ceremony? 
Oh, the gender reveal. Back in my day, the gender reveal, gender reveal, mate. The gender I'm reveal. Sorry. Back in our day, the gender reveal was when it popped out. Yeah. Oh, it's a boy or a girl. Oh, it's got a spout. Yeah. <laughs> what? It's got a spout. My <laughs> kids come out with these, like a like a red wig. They look like Ronald McDonald when they came out. Mm. With their red hair. Um, yeah, well, well, I don't get the baby moon. Did you hear about the 2011? I think it's 2011. There's another things that make you go, hmm. Um, <laughs> 2011 World Cup, Women's World Cup. I think it was 2011. Yes. Correct yes. me if I'm right. But um, the, the one of the countries, was it the German athletes, soccer players? They had to prove their, their, what sexuality they were by dropping their pants. And, and showing the selectors. You sure that, that wasn't... They were, that they were females. You sure that wasn't just a bit of dodginess? Yeah. Like, just seriously. Cre- that creepy wasn't, officials. It wasn't, it wasn't required. Yeah, so that's... You can't do that nowadays. No. Well, you shouldn't be allowed to do it anywhere. Not nowadays. Oh, yes. <laughs> says the content manager. Right, I'll go to the HR office again. What makes you go, hmm, 0457 736 736 or one uh, 01170. Quick one, Sats. We've got to go to a break. Cosman on the text line says, it's Sultana bread, numbnuts. That's what I said. It's not I? Sultana. Yeah, he's calling me numbnuts. It's oh. not Sultana bread. It is. Cosman? Uh, Rat reckons it's Raisin Toast. Yeah, there you go. Raisin Toast, boom. Yeah, but there's different brands. 280, mate. Raisin Toast. We don't call it raisins in Australia. We call it Sultana. It's Raisin Toast, you muppets. There you go. So, No, it's not. So at the moment, it's three to one. But okay, so do you go? Oh, um, geez, I'm going to get uh, a packet of raisins today. No, okay, it's American. Who's our smartest listener? Jeez, oh, we'd be struggling to find one. Uh, Daniel from Prairie. Wood. Yeah, okay. So Daniel from Prairie Wood, listening on the SEN app. Will you please back me up? Now he's part of the whack pack what, because of this. Why am I the guy everyone well, turns to for food for advice? Food, yeah, <laughs> but he's in the whack pack because of this. Or he's he's teetering on the whack pack. Arnott's spicy roll biscuits washed down with a tall glass of milk are quality and deserve notoriety. No, definitely not. Are you adding Kahlua to said Sats glass of milk? Sats poo-pooed them, but yeah. as I mentioned, I refuse to listen to someone who detests hot cross buns. Now he also says. Yes. They're, they're the Mickey Mouse, the Michael of the Mouse, because of they look like little pillows. P.S. It's Raisin Toast, not Sultana Bread. That's four to one. Hey, listen, I would have helped you, Daniel, but you can get lost. Uh, I've got to go to a break. This is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia and Well Jim. When we come back, Nate Miles joins us here on Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. This is Sports Day for Kia and World Jim. We're back for World Gym. Train for the sport you play. And Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews for your Wednesday night, seven days till origin number two. Getting very excited. Uh, Very shortly, Nate Miles on the show. Quickly, we're going to go to uh, Mark. 1300-01-1170 is our phone number. Mark from Quakers Hill. You want to have your say on Nico Hines? Yeah, well, hello, Sats. Hello, Woogie. How are you? Good, good. mate. Good. Good. I'd like to suggest that my two massive German Shepherds, Indian Caesar, would be a welcome addition to the New South Wales team compared to the stopgap, you know, knee-jerk team setups they're trying to do for the second game. 
But with regard to how they've done it, I think Nico Hines should be a very big addition to the ranks because, in my opinion, they just put him in a position where he doesn't normally play during the first match, and that's why he didn't get so much of the ball or pull off some big plays during the match because, obviously, it was needed as a stopgap measure to cover for the guy who got a head knock then, but they need to put more foresight and planning into it, and he just wasn't in a position where he normally plays, and I reckon... If they put him in a position where he normally plays, New South Wales would have a bigger chance in the second game. And I just wanted to get your two opinions on that. I, I, I think Mark's right. When you're going to play someone in a position that you've groomed them for for a couple of years of being part of a squad, you, you play them in the natural position. Unfortunately, he was thrown into a position that he didn't need to play because Matt Burton's the 18th man. He was be able. He was able to be activated because yeah, right. Tom Flegler was sin yep. bin for the shot on Tom Trebojevic. So yep. he's a he's won a competence centre. He's a Dallium centre of the year. So um, yeah, it was. It hasn't been managed well. Hasn't it was, been it managed. wasn't managed no, well in the first first game, and unfortunately they've right. they've got another direction. Mark, we've got to go run, mate. Thanks for your call. One three hundred oh one eleven seventy. If you want to have your say on the non selection of Nico Hines, he's challenging Daniel as the smartest listener. Yeah, and a beautiful voice as well. Hey, listen, over the last couple of weeks, you've been talking to some larrikins of origin. There's been some beauties on, and tonight, well, there's another. And we've got one of the most trusted origin players. When he talked to Mal Meninga, he always called this guy and said, hey, mate, are we ready to go? And he's fog number 158, mm. 32 origins for the games. Maroons in the Ford Pack, and that man is Nate Miles, who's part of the coaching team for Billy Slater. How are you, Nate? Very good. Thank you, gentlemen. How are you? Really well. Well, another series, another Maroons camp. Um, is, it, is there a different rule for staff than players when you're part of the coaching team? A hundred percent, yeah. <laughs> well, what rules are we talking about? <laughs> I don't think we sign the, the same agreements um, coming into camp, which is probably a good thing. Yeah, right. So, mate, you, you guys are settled into camp. You've, you've been in a couple of days now. You said you've had a couple of light sessions. How, how are things shaping up? How have the new boys been received? Yeah, yeah, really good. Look, they're two boys that they're pretty familiar with. Um, they've Mo was a part of it um, two years ago, and then obviously Nanai last year. It's they're, they're both players that you know one's been so consistent in playing the best footy of his his career at the moment with Mo, and then you know Jeremiah's come off a pretty short stint, but you know killed it with energy and enthusiasm when he did play. So they're things that we're trying to focus on, but. You know, definitely the coaches are, are looking at getting them on board with you know, a couple of our um, strategies and, and different things that we're, we're trying to implement now in the system. And, uh, mate, they've, they've grabbed onto it really good. Mate, given the nature of the, the series and the, the situation Queensland finds himself in, does, does the intensity go up at all in, in Origin Camp? Or are you trying to, to keep a lid on the excitement? Is it more of the same or do you... You try to shut it down and just say, like, boys, we've just got to work harder this camp because there's more on the line. You're playing for the series. I yeah. think organically, yeah, so I, mean, I think organically it gets a little bit more intense the second game because you're, you're actually building and you've got a bit more material from game one to, to go off. Whereas when you're going off the series before, you kind of don't want to you win, win or lose. You kind of don't really want to go into this, that series purely because that's gone, that's done and dusted. You know, if we focus about that, if we won, you know, you're living in the past. If we lost, it's time to move on. So yep. I think the intensity definitely steps up. Um, surprisingly, mate, I, I probably missed a lot in regards to technical stuff because I probably, you know, sitting on the sideline and getting the interchanges wrong, which is something we don't want to talk about <laughs> anymore. But 
I, I, I tend to probably see the good things and not so much the things that we can improve on until we rewatch it. And, and, and that's really a great thing about the way Bill, um, Joshi Hane, um, JT and Smithy go about their businesses. They're always looking to improve. Um, and, and, you know, to their credit, that's how they were as players, excluding Josh Hane. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with Billy, I've, I've heard his attention detail is, is amazing. And you touched on it was like that as a player as well, Nate. But when it comes to the opposition, how detailed is Billy when he looks into the, the Blues selections and, and who's going to be playing next Wednesday? Yeah, look, it was a bit of a funny one with that, mate. We, um, you know, yesterday we had a pretty light session, so we weren't really sort of touching too much on, on, um, you know, things that are happening down there because you know a big focus for us is just ourselves. Today, when we realised the team, uh, they, you know, we're probably going to train before they release the team, but they released it early, so we had a bit of a better idea. And Bill is good, um, and mate, in all honesty, he's unbelievable with the way he thinks. He's so thorough and, and like I've said this since last year the amount of times that I've seen him one-on-one with individuals is incredible like I'm surprised the players even remember to get to their meetings with him he's that switched on but he doesn't you know he doesn't flog a dead horse he doesn't take it too far he, he's, he's really diligent with his time with them so he had something ready for Moses he had something ready for Hines he had he was ready on on all depths there yeah, even with Reynolds he knew what was he had something ready you talk about the players spending one-on-one time and, and how detailed he is with those individuals. I would be thinking, Nate, that Reese Walsh, as a 20-year-old, would just be oh, relishing every it. second he gets to spend with you know, potentially one of the greatest fullbacks of all time. Yeah, he is, mate. He is. I'll I tell you what, Reese, um, probably doesn't show that much. Um, mate, he's super, super humble and incredibly willing to learn um, you sit and listen to him. He's always got a question. He's very interested to learn, um, especially off Bill. Like you said, it's, it's like a free life lesson he's got with him at the moment, and he's he's just jumping on it. Uh, and, you know, the way he approached um, being involved last year um, around camp and then you know, getting the nod this year, um, which was going to be no easy, easy feat getting that spot, he's done it, and he's really cherishing it. And I just hope he keeps... I don't hope. I know he will, but you know, but he just keeps on that line of improving and um, and just taking his football again to the next level. Yeah, mate, he's, he certainly showed us all what he was capable of in game one. You know, he just no, he was. I, I thought he was close to the best player, if not the best player yeah. in the field in game one, mate. Um, I, I wanted yeah. to ask you. So you, you're on the sideline, you're watching the game, you're seeing all the good things, but then you go back and watch it. Um, Tell us where you saw uh, room for improvement in the Queensland side. Oh, mate, I'll, I'll probably I'll allocate my opinions to the forwards as I was never in the backs. Um, I, I think our guys could probably work together a bit more. You know, we're, we're very blessed with, with some really, really well-rounded footballers and, and they can probably handle themselves. They're that good in, in areas... Um, that they can probably handle themselves running on their own, if that makes sense, mm-hmm. where I think that there's definitely room for improvement if they are working together, they'll last a lot longer in the middle, that there'll be a lot more uh, emphasis on the defence and having to be honest instead of, you know, if they're pushing up in twos and threes, you know, four or five of their lines to move up instead of one or two, and and, and it'll work a lot better for them. There, there wasn't anything catastrophic for us to improve on, 
um, as, as a group, but definitely all around. There was a lot to um, look at. Yeah, nice. Now, Ruben Cotter, looking at the team, Nate, and obviously you've got Fafita and Nene in the back row, and you've got Flegler, Cotter, Fodder, Waker. Will Ruben Cotter spend a little bit of time in the back row like he did in, in game one? Mate, I, I'm going to say yes, purely because every time that, that bloke seems to get on the field, he's covering <laughs> injury and it's in a position he's not used to. <laughs> he's just a, like, he's a champion, mate. Like, honestly, this bloke's like a horse. He, he doesn't stop. And, um, you know, he's, again, you talk about people being humble and, and wanting to work and improve. Uh, he's a game one specialist at the moment. Last year, he was incredible. Oh, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, this year, again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This year again, he, he managed to surprise people and and let them know, you know, sort of how good he is, and, and he just flies along. But just great to have around the team too, you know. Like he's that bloke, he's smiling, laughing, ready to to have the next hit. And and, and we probably need someone like that again. Now we haven't got um, Tommy Gilbert, you know, which was your real sort of energy, fierce, you know, first to be ready kind of guy. That's what, um, yeah, I, I, that. That other guy, Cotto, he's yeah, not too far <laughs> off it, and I think he's going to step up again. Mate, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Paddy Carrigan. Just the amount of minutes he plays, his toughness. What's he like to coach, mate? He just seems like a really well-balanced young man. He's too smart, Rat. These guys are too, they're too intelligent <laughs> now. I don't know. Get a bit cranky there in the forwards. They shouldn't be in there. Um, <laughs> mate, super, super kids, you know, they're... They're superstars in their game. Um, you know, I, I've always think of the Broncos as being, you know, sometimes they get amped up a bit, you know, more than the other, other Queensland teams because of, you know, the the stature of the club and things like that. But they, they're, they're so humble, these lads, and they're so switched on and they're so um, ready to go, you know. His hair's amazing too. Like if, uh, I haven't been close enough to smell him, but I'm sure that's going to smell good as well. Hey, Nate, any golf in camp when you get the sanctuary? I always put my hand up. I even pack a Titleist hat that fits me because not many do. But, mate, they, we've got some real golfers in the team and the boys love getting out together. So there's no spots left. Um, yeah, right, right. Yeah, if there is anything left over, um, Jono's normally the first to jump in and I'm not far behind. But, yeah, there's... There's some real good golfers in the group, mate, and they love getting out together. So there's not many spots left, but I try to. Good place to do it up there at Sanctuary Cove, mate. Now, we had a chat to an old mate of yours a little while, and I just wanted to ask you this question. Was there any special tech tackle techniques that you used to employ against the Blues particularly? Well, before, he gets his, before he gets his response, mm. let's let Nate have the retort. Okay. Oh, okay. okay Let, let's, yeah. let's wait for well, Birdie. Well, well, to... we, we, we chatted with your mate, your old mate Birdie. So let's have a look what... Birdie had to say, and then did you and Gal? Did you ever strategize leading in about is there one particular player you'd possibly try and go after? Like Milesy was renowned for like cheap shots, and like we saw it over and over and over and over and over again. And we had his tactics to tackle with his head, he come in with his hip. He drove like he knew all the soft spots. He's pretty smart. Miles has actually told me all these details because we're good mates and. We sort of spoke about it in camp and said no one's going to tolerate it. If anything happens like that, we're just no backward steps. It's yeah, cracking. Right. And yeah, obviously, um, I think Gal Chief showed Milesy and then Milesy actually stood up and pushed him and then Gal just went, bus, 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 bus. Milesy, they hit him five on the chin and Milesy didn't drop. Got Gal, a fair size Gal melon. Drops him. He has. He's got a fair chin on him too. So. Yeah. That's a fair effort. But Mate. it ruined rugby league. Yeah. It ruined like, rugby league. It did. <laughs> 
What do you think, Milesy? He reckons you're a, you, you were the one that ruined rugby league by by starting that fight and stopping the the one punt, the one punt brought in the one punch rule. Well, Rad, you're a little shit comment about mine, dog. <laughs> There's a lot of brains in there, mate. A lot of brains in there. Yeah, yeah, bloody hell. That's your fine, mate. You're, you're good. Exactly. You're, you're sweet. Rat, see, see Rat was born in, brother. as you know, Rat was born in Carring Bar, mate. So, oh, you know, mate, I'm a Queenslander. Yeah, bar. Walks born both him, sides. Lived up here. Yeah. Nah, look, in all honesty, I, I think the game has simply elevated the ability to go softer. Um, yeah, <laughs> I've always said this, mate. What happens on the field stays on the field. Um, to their to their plan of focusing on my tackle technique, I think they needed to focus more on scoring points in that era. Um, but you know, that's well, their well, Nate, they want to focus on when, when you th- tackle. <laughs> well, you're right. Well, when you think about it, it worked, didn't it? Like whatever whatever it is that mate, you were doing out there, it worked. <laughs> And, and and like I've always said, mate, uh, Gal would have knocked me out if he wasn't such a good boxer. But he, he wanted the box, and he put, he ended up putting a couple on me, and not just one big one. Right. But at the same time, we we all had a job to do, and we we're out there. My job wasn't to score points, and you know, I'd do it all again. Yeah, <laughs> I thought beautiful. you would give him the cans kiss, hey, drag him into the gutter. And... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that, we need seven of us to do that. Nate <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, Miles, always oh, great to catch up with you. Great character of the game. Part of the uh, the coaching staff of Billy Slater. And and this time next week, you're getting prepared only oh, 24 hours excited. away from hopefully for Queensland, if you're a Queensland fan, wrapping up the series. So thanks for joining us on Sports Day, mate. Anytime, lads. Thank you. We'll be back in a moment. This is Sports Day for Kia and World Gym. We're back for World Gym. Train for the sport you play. And Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. Welcome to NRL 180, dissecting the big talking points from half the angles. We actually need a bit of a breaking news stinger as well. By the way, great chat with you and Rat Nate Miles. Uh, that was uh, recorded late last night. I haven't night. had a lot to do with Nat, Nate over the years. You know, just to say good day to and yeah. as an ex-player and haven't actually been in his company a lot, but everyone you talk to, Bulldogs players, Queensland players, have all just said he is one of the yeah. nicest guys you can yeah, meet. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, Polaris, Australia's number one selling side-by-side brand, bring you some breaking news. Sats, there's so, some big rugby league news. So last night it was reported that all of the Dragons board members had signed off on Shane Flanagan to coach the Dragons. Then they just had to sit down and try and both parties agree to whatever the terms were. So it's been confirmed, confirmed as of a few moments ago that he has officially signed a three-year deal. So what do you make of that? Well, you know, you know my thoughts of it. I, I was, I was quite apprehensive about uh, a club taking Shane Flanagan on as a head coach. No uh, issue with assistant coach, right? No issue with an assistant coach, UK Super League, whatever it may be. Um, but looking at the scenario the Dragons are in, there aren't too many other options when you look at what a, what a preferred criteria would look like. And what I mean by a criteria is, have you got a coach's coach for? a certain number of years. Has that coach taken their side to a final, a final series in consecutive years? Has that coach debuted players that have gone on to be you know, 100, 150, 200 game players? Has that coach as the cherry on top 
coach the premiership side because not many get to do it. So when you look at a criteria of that nature, there aren't too many out there. And the Dragons, but, the Dragons need a coach of that nature. I don't think they need a rookie coach. You need given, someone with a strong personality. Okay. And given the elephant in the room, mm-hmm. you're okay? Well, I think you've got to be okay with it. Okay. I think Dragons fans are just, whether you agree with it or not, it doesn't matter. Well, it's been signed. Out. And you've just got to agree that, that uh, Shane Flanagan could be the man that could drag you out of the, the shadows. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Uh Sharks fans, what do you think? Are you happy about Shane Flanagan? Uh, uh, sorry, Dragons fans. Are you happy with Shane Flanagan as your coach? Or 0457 736 736? There's some other big breaking news. We're hearing it's being reported that Luke Brooks, who's been in the news with knocking back the West Tigers, and a lot of people have had their opinion around that. Um he is reportedly going to sign with the North Queensland Cowboys and Shane Shane Townsend, Chad Townsend, most probably will head to the UK Super League. There you have it. That's big news. Jeez, I wonder what he'd be getting at the Cowboys. Whether it's, well, yeah, He's not back a half a million. Well, reportedly half a million. And I think that's on the money. I mm. really do. In that vicinity, in vicinity, I should say. Maybe if the money is about the same... The change in, the change in climate, the change in atmosphere, the change in, the change in clubs will just, just give him a fresh look at life. Jeez, I'd like to see him. I'd like to see what he's what he, what his real potential is behind a big forward pack. We've seen his potential. He was the halfback of the year in two thousand nineteen. Yeah, yeah. He can play. Yeah, Luke Brooks can play. He just, I just think as much as I'd love to see him lead the West Tigers to a, a finals appearance, because he's a great kid and he, he is a good player. But sometimes it's just it's just better to hear a different voice from a, yep. you know, a different playing group, whatever it may be. Mm. Okay, what do you think about that one? Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six or one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. Luke Brooks looks like he could be going to the Cowboys next year, and Shane Flanagan confirmed as the Dragons coach for the next three years, commencing twenty twenty four. Yeah, he'll still remain as the assistant coach to. To Anthony Seabold for more reports. Now you know how I love the nostalgic aspect of sport. Yes. I do. I, I just I love reminiscing. I love going back and talking about some of the, the great moments and the great old grounds in rugby league, whatever it may be. I there's a guy who was the Rothmans medal winner, Dally M medal winner back in uh, the early eighties, Mike Eden. Tremendous play. Kick goals with both feet, played with Para, Gold Coast, Roosters, um, lives on the lives and I train with him. With okay, Mike yeah, Eden, yeah. and he's been a friend of the family for, for many, many years. He's telling me the story this morning, where Allianz Stadium is now. That used to be the old sports ground. And I said, what about the old sports? What about old Lidcombe over? Oh, what about um, Henson Park? We're talking about these old grounds. He said, I remember training for the Roosters at the old sports ground one game. Laurie Fryer was the coach. He said, it might have been 84, 85, I'm not sure. He said, while we were training on the sports ground, Simon and Garfunkel no. were practicing. At the SCG? Well, no, at the sports ground. Oh, were they? For their concert. Oh, on the same ground? That night. While they were warming up, Simon and Garfunkel <laughs> were warming up for their concert. That's How incredible. How good would that be? Yeah. You've never well, seen that now. Here's to you, Mrs. Robinson. <laughs> anyway, that's my Simon Hello, and Garfunkel. Darkness, my <laughs> hey, quickly, before we go to the break, 0457 736 736. Apparently, Nick from Newcastle, it's Sultana bread, guys. Because it's not toast until you toast it. Well, see, a lot of people are saying it's raisin toast. It's not toast. 
Yeah, but you need to put it into an appliance called a toaster. Woogie. Yes. FFS. <laughs> okay. Yes. It's called Raisin Toast for 50 years, Bondi Jack. There are so many people, raisins aren't sultanas. Mate, um, what? Wait. Raisin. It's sultana bread, guys. No, Nick. Excuse me, Sats. Can you stop for a second? What? There's no difference, I'm telling you now, between a sultana and a raisin. Don't they both come from a grape? <laughs> it's definitely Raisin Toast, shotgun shine. Raisin bread, it doesn't become raisin toast until it's toasted from three to four. Absolutely. So the difference between a sultana and a raisin. There is no difference. It's the same thing, guys. Do you want to let the listeners tell you the difference or not? There is no difference. All right, go. Do you want me to tell you? What? Well, they are from the same grape. That makes them the same thing, No, but a raisin is dried. Right. And the sultana is. Don't say it's wet. I've never had a wet sultana. No, there's there's an oil that's added to it. Oh. So, but it's the same thing. No, it's not. It's not like it's like a, saying red wine and white wine's the same. It's not. No, it's not because they're different grapes. Well, they come from a grape. It's but. like saying it's not like it's a cow and there's different cuts of meat. It's the same bloody little thing. My daughter thought the chocolate milk came from brown cows. <laughs> that, doesn't it? Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. What do you think about the Shane Flanagan appointment from the Dragons or or Sultanas or Raisins? Michael from Belmont. Hello, Jason. It's wrong. It's Raisin Bread slash Toast. All right, I've got to go to a break. Why are you my, called Woogie? <laughs> my head's got to explain. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. This is Sports Day for Kia and World Gym. We're back for World Gym. Train for the sport you play. And Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. I swear to God, the best things on this show happen in the ad breaks. We've Mm. had Daddy Vass, who I haven't seen for a while, uh, come in and tell me the reason why Mitch Moses is a better selection for New South Wales as a halfback Mm. is because Nico Hines is too much of a nice guy. (laughs) And Mitch Moses has more guts. That'll do. You serious? Uh, now, we actually got some around here about Dally M doesn't mean you need to play Origin. And we're going to get to those in the, in the next hour because they're quite long, but they make a, lot, a fair bit of sense as well. Uh, I don't know what to think about raisins and sultanas. <laughs> I won't make up my mind until I hear what Glenn thinks. Oh, Steve, get away. Hey, coming up soon, Luke McCarth, uh, the number six for the Warriors, former Sharky, mm. uh, followed Sean Johnson to the Warriors. He'll be joining us in just a moment. And your text, as you say, Sats, plenty of those to get through. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day for Kia and World Gym. We'll be back in a moment. This is Sports Day for Kia and World Gym. Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023 and World Gym. Train for the sport you play. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Hour two, big second hour coming up soon. We'll talk to Luke Metcalf from the Warriors. We'll have a chat to him. We'll cross live to Auckland in just a moment. 
Uh, we've got some tips coming up too. Wendy Park tonight. Um, Simon Orchard will join us real soon for that. And, of course, we'll take more of your texts, 0457 736 736 or 1300 01170. A lot of things to talk about tonight. Of course, uh, Shane Flanagan just announced uh, coach of the Dragons, Satsy, for three years. There's uh, strong rumours going around. Oh, hang on. If we're going to do rumours, uh, we better do this. Welcome to NRL 180, dissecting the big talking points from half the angles. What's it, uh, Brooksy? Luke Brooks could be heading to the Cowboys. Yeah, Scott from Quakers Hill has texted and said, Hey, boys, as a Tigers fan, happy that Brooksy is going to the Cowboys. Probably best for both parties. Highlights a ridiculous decision to let Jackson Hastings go. The club now has Wakeham as the only half left. No, they'll go into the market, Scotty. Now that they know they've got anywhere from 500 to 700 to spend... And what they were putting aside for Luke Brooks, they'll they'll go to the market and try and get someone. Uh, what we're also talking about tonight on the text: uh, raisins versus sultanas. Yeah. Uh, they are the same thing, ladies and gentlemen. I'll have you know, don't fall for the marketing. And it is called. I'm saying it's called sultana loaf. You're saying it's raisin toast. Well, Glenn from the Sunshine Coast said raisin loaf. Oh no, that's a mixture of both, Glenn. Yeah. You're doing my it's, head. It's in. not Sultana, but it is raisin loaf, raisin bread, which turns into raisin toast. No, it's Sultana. Anyway, uh, Glenn from Newcastle, your good mate, is on the line. Hello, Glenn. Good evening, Flog. G'day, Strat, Daddy Vath, and Rat. I know you're listening, mate, and very worried about your job. <laughs> you can't turn him off straight away. I can. Is that because he called you a flog? He's just a... Cameron Green called you Justin, and you still went through with the interview. Come on, put him back up. No. He's gone. Are you serious? Yeah, Where I'm to serious. Ask? Well, everyone wanted to know what Glenn thought about sultanas and raisins. Are you there, Glenn? Yeah, absolutely. So what's the difference between a sultana and a raisin? They're both shit. That's all I know. All right, language. Yeah, so and they're both about the same size it, of your brain, aren't is they? Is it sultana loaf or raisin loaf or raisin bread? I, I always thought it was raisin toast, yeah, but thank I, you. I could be wrong. You're not. That's why you're smart. That's why you're part of the whack pack. What, what do you want? Oh, thanks, mate. Um, I just wanted to welcome aboard uh, Lisa Stasevich, who breezed through game one of Million Dollar Minute this morning to secure the 20K. Bad luck in game two when you missed by one. Seriously, you wanted this. Why? And finally, why? as I go back to home and away, Donald Trump used oh, to yeah. be locked up in a cell with Lisa Wilkinson. Oh, okay. Oh, right. So, so now that is, yeah, come on. That's we're not, your fault. We're not political. It's Donald Trump's birthday today, isn't it? Yeah. It's one, actually, of the, one of the what, why listeners. Would you, what, so, and that's what you wanted to hear. <laughs> I blame you. I blame Steve. I blame 127. What about Ian? Says, go the Steelers, get rid of St. George, and get back on your own. That won't happen in my lifetime. Stealer from way back, Ian. Thanks, Ian. What things make you go, hmm, we'll get that to that in just a moment. But right now, hey, let's catch up with this bloke. Comes down to Johnson. Look at them all running into space. He had three of them to pick at. It was a wave of offense coming for the Warriors, and Luke Metcalf got the try. Try us is Sean Johnson. Oh, wow. Where's that script, Timmy Manor? It's been torn to shreds. Yeah, it was a Warriors wave, Scotty Sattler, against the uh, the Raiders last week. In fact, I don't know what Jared Croak has done to Luke Metcalf and his mates at the Warriors, but they sport the party in his 300th in Canberra. Jeez, that would have went down well later on in the nightclubs 
in Canberra, Luke? Oh, it wasn't lucky that we actually didn't stay in Canberra, mate. We actually got the bus and headed straight back up to Sydney, I think. So it's probably a good thing we didn't hang around for too long. Smart move indeed. Luke Metcalf joining us now on Sports Day. Yeah, of course, uh, Lukey, before we talk to you about your NRL career so far, I'm a huge fan, I've got to say. I've been watching you for quite a while uh, coming through the grades and I, I just I love the way that you play them. I love your speed. But let's go back to your juniors, which is around the, the Coffs Harbour region. And I, I was going to say, did you play for the Whoopi Seahawks? Did you play for the Coffs Harbour Comets? But I, I see you play for the Arara Valley Axemen, which is Russell Crowe territory. Yeah, yeah. So I'm a, um, a Arara Valley junior, I am. So I played uh, there till I was about, oh, from where I can remember, five or six up until I was about um, 14, 15. And then made the move down to Sydney and went to Endeavour Sports High School and started playing um, Howard Matts at Cronulla Sharks. And then, yeah, that's pretty much where Arara Valley, mate, a good old place down there. It's where it all started. We've got a lot of listeners from, from Coffs Harbour around that region as well, Grafton and Co. It's a really strong competition here, that, mm. that competition. Mm. So going to Cronulla, going to Sydney, coming from Coffs Harbour, which is classed as a regional area, uh, would have been a, a bit of a shot in the arm going to Sydney, then going to Auckland. So how can you compare Sydney and Auckland when it comes to lifestyles? Yeah, oh, it's, um, yeah. So when I moved from Coffs to Sydney, that was um, that was a pretty mm. big change for myself living living in the city. So that was um, living in the big smoke. But uh, yeah, probably the biggest difference probably Sydney and Auckland is probably just the the beaches. I'd say it's obviously Sydney's a bit bigger, and you know you have got the nice nice Cronulla Beach down there. It's not too bad. But uh, yeah, I mean I'm over here with my partner, and we're we're loving Auckland. We are we um, heading out for the coffees and that with all players and their partners. And um, yeah, I just feel like it's a good vibe, even just around the city at the moment. Everyone's really nice and welcoming. So um lucky to be here at the moment. It's good when you're winning, uh, which is great. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> the, the locals are a lot nicer to you. I guess there's not much difference between Sydney and Auckland. There's that many bloody Kiwis in Sydney. Wow, you said that. In uh, in Bondi. <laughs> so, uh, hey, mates, how, how is the buzz around uh, around New Zealand at the moment? It's, it's Big been a, crowds. And it's, it's great. First of all, rugby league back mm. in New Zealand and the team is winning. It must be a, a great vibe. Yeah, yeah, like you said, it's a, it's a good vibe at the moment. I think every home game we've had so far has been uh, sold out. So uh, I think the crowd's been pretty pretty good and everyone's loving it and everyone looks forward to the next game. Even when we took the game to Napier, I think there was a few streakers there, so that was, wasn't, wasn't the best thing. But, uh, but we had even there, that was sold out. We had a training session, um, open cuttings run down there, and that was it was uh, took us about two hours after training to get off the field because there were so many people there, so... I think there's a good good buzz around here. It's obviously they've had a bit of football missing here for the last two to three years, so it's good to see um, the Warriors back in, so we can actually get out into the community and start doing a few things. Now that game in Napier, it was a great crowd, and it was, it was a great uh, for the Warriors to take that game there. But I think I counted eight pitch invaders at one stage, <laughs> all coming from the one section. Oh, now, I, think, I think there was even more. I think you so, could add ten to that. Yeah. <laughs> so look, during the game, I want to get this from a player's point of view because we all sit back and go, "Oh, that's that's." terrible what's going on they should have more security as a player are you watching that and having a bit of a giggle or is there part of you that says this could be a little bit dangerous <laughs> i think it's a bit of both at the start i was having a little giggle i can't <laughs> lie it was, just, it was pretty funny but um yeah once once it gets going there's about um 10 to 15 people on the field yeah you're just wondering if something something bad can end up happening but uh yeah so it all it all ends it's all known means any um, bad by it. So, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty funny. The boys have a little bit of a laugh while we're there at a scrum waiting for, waiting for the play to happen. Yeah, nice. Now, leaving Cronulla, 
and going to the Warriors. You're 24 years of age now. You're just coming into that ripe age now, that really good period of your of your career where you, you start hitting your straps and getting some consistency. It, was it going to New Zealand? Was it, um, was it just you needed a change of scenery or was it purely that it was going to be the best possible option for you to start in the number six jersey? Yeah, so it's sort of a bit of both. So obviously, um, yeah, like you said, I, I haven't had the um, the smoothest run um, in the first grade. Obviously, you know, you, you know, when you're younger, you sort of want to be that 20, 21-year-old who sort of comes onto the scene early and um, starts playing straight away. But yeah, I sort of had to take the longer route. And um, yeah, just at the time, I think I played six first six or seven first grade games at Cronulla and um, spoke to the Warriors and just what they were sort of um, saying to me and just the way they sort of um, saw the club going and just obviously spoke to people like um, Sean because I was obviously at Cronulla with Sean. Um, spoke to him and he said he thought it would be a really good thing for me to come over to New Zealand and get a, get away from Australia. Not like I had to or anything, but just really test myself and put myself outside um, my comfort zone. And so far, I'm, I'm loving it at the moment. I think it was probably the best decision for me and I've um, yeah, played a few games now so hopefully I can just keep building on what I've done and keen to sort of see where I can take it. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that Sean Johnson um, connection with the Sharkies and now uh, with the Warriors. What, what are the biggest learnings you're, you're getting from playing alongside him and training with him? Um, mostly just the way he sort of can just build momentum and just um, like you don't always have to come up with the big play. Like you, you don't always, you sort, you're probably seeing that in the game at the moment. He's mm. not He's not doing the, the stepping and the making breaks and doing all that stuff, but he's impacting the game in such a different way now. The way he can, the way he's kicking the ball, he's um, you know he'll, he'll hit his back roller short, setting up his kick and go down the short side and get a good kick away. Just little things like that, which as a, like a young half myself, who I picture myself being a half back in the NRL um, in the future. So just stuff like that's pretty invaluable. So the more I can just keep learning off him, just little things like that, the better I'll be. Sean Johnson's smile is infectious. And when he's playing really good footy, it's always when he's smiling and, and when he's doing interviews after wins. I love the smile and his brutal honesty. And it's always good for rugby league when Sean Johnson's playing the way he is. On, on him as a halfback, Luke, is he the sort of halfback? Because I've always sat back and I was intrigued what his makeup is like as a halfback. Is he the halfback that likes to take control, likes to be the alpha male and likes to be the voice? Or is he a halfback that wants you as his number six, five, eighth, to take a lot more control? Um, he's actually pretty um, pretty in control, I think. Obviously, it helps we've got uh, Tohu Harris there, who's sort of our um, an extra spine member for us. But, yeah, Sean, he's the he's general in the team at the moment. He's doing a lot of the controlling and stuff like that. But he's been um, real good um, with me sort of telling me that I can you know, take control of my edge and sort of help him out, like if I can call a couple couple of plays just to take the edge off him and he can sort of focus on, you know, screwing up the line or getting um, the team where they have to get to to sort of run a play. So he's, I'd say he's probably our main general, but he's, yeah, he's really been um, big on me the last couple of weeks um, to sort of get the boys around with him and sort of call, call some plays too. He's a great guy, your coach, Andrew Webster. I've, I've had fortunate enough to have a bit to do with him when he's at Penrith and he's a kooky, goofy sort of guy, Andrew <laughs> Webster. <laughs> Um, so describe his coaching style. Yeah, he's, uh, he's really like detailed, and um, you so like just examples like when you're you know in each game, he's sort of like he's real really detailed. And you don't you don't leave no stone unturned going into the game. Like you know what the game plan is, you know what the opposition team like to do. So he's just really he's very very thorough, and the, the assistants we have there are really good too. Like, I feel like we just 
um, nail everything that we have to do every week. So, yeah, he's, he's pretty quirky. He likes, um, if we're going to win in, in the video session that week, he likes to chuck a couple of funny videos up there to make the boys laugh. So, He's, um, yeah, he's, he's really good, baby. He is. He's a, oh, mate, he's, he's a what goofy. What is it, like funny home videos? Oh, he's just like, he's a goofy dude, oh, you know? Is it? Yeah. Yeah, for one, one, yeah, one of the boys might have a bit of a carry-on after a try, so he might chuck and get one of the video boys to edit a bit of a funny video there or something like that. <laughs> yeah, no, you've got a good crew over there at the moment. Andrew Webster, Cameron George, the CEO, is a great guy. Andrew McFadden, former He's Canberra Northern player. New South Wales as well, Cameron yeah, George. Yeah, he's, he's a... Northern Mo- Rivers, Mo- was yeah, Moorlamba Liz- boy. Lismore boy. Yeah. Lismore, I think, or Casino or something like that. Yeah, around there, yeah. Okay, before we let you go, yeah. This is called the blowtorch, the new sports day blowtorch. We're going to put you under the blowtorch. You're going to give up some of your teammates here, okay? All in good fun. Ooh, all right, all right. You've only been there a short time now in New Zealand, so it's fair to say you've you've got to know your teammates. If you could have two tickets to the best event, let's let's just use Super Bowl as an example. It could be you Ooh. and one of your teammates, your current, or it could be one of your ex-teammates. Well, why don't you make it more relevant? Something like the All Blacks versus the Wallabies. At Eden Park. Okay, so who are you taking? Which right. current or former teammate, and why? I'd probably take I'd take Rocco Berry because I know he's a big, big All Blacks fan. He loves his union. Well, his old man was an ex All Black. Yeah, yep, yeah, the Rocco. So he, he would know a thing or two. I'm not the big union person, so he could teach me a thing or two. And then I'd probably take. Oh, I'd probably have to take Mitchy Barnett just because he's taking me under his wing. He picks me up every morning, so I'd have to repay him <laughs> some way. So I'd actually give him a free ticket. Yeah. Okay. He, me, he texts me a time and that, that's it. Does he charge you for petrol? No. Um, no, he doesn't actually. Yeah. He's, he's good. He's, 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 like a, he's like my dad. <laughs> nice. Now, um, in Auckland, do the Warriors players drink full cream milk, light milk, or are they into oat milk and yak milk, all these different milks? Um, they, they like their their trim their trim milk. Oh, so I think skin, I think skim milk. I think skim is yeah. called trim over here. Yeah, and they yeah, call themselves warriors. Yeah, yeah, they're not a they're, they're not, not warriors at all. <laughs> now, okay, they like they like their trim. Now you haven't had a mad mad Monday at the Warriors yet, but you probably would have had a, a couple of nights out with the boys. Who, from what yep. you've seen so far, do you think would be the first player to leave on Mad Monday, based on your experience thus far? Ooh, I'm probably going to say Sean Donson because he, he's too big time. He wouldn't he wouldn't want to get caught out doing something wrong. I reckon. So <laughs> yeah. he's a little, little back little back door, little back, little back door smoke bomb. I think he'd be what? special. Okay, best best dancer. Have you seen anyone dance yet? Ooh, best dancer. Oh, I'd probably say. Oh, he'd be a good dancer. I reckon Ed, Edward Cossey. I reckon big Ed Cossey. He's, I've seen him in the gym. He's got a couple of good moves. He's got a bit of a boogie about him. Costa. It's always the outside backs, isn't it? Yeah. Always the yeah, outside yeah, backs. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's yeah, six yeah. foot three, ripped as. He can do everything. Okay, last one. Funniest teammate. Who's the teammate that could get on stage and tell a few jokes and keep everyone in, oh. in the crowd engaged? Oh, Bailey Sirenen. He, he's he's <laughs> hilarious. He's one of the funniest people I've ever met. He just said he can just say one. He's on his bike. He says one word, and you just start pissing yourself laughing. Well, he comes from good DNA because his father Paul's one of the funniest human beings on in life. So <laughs> that's a good choice. Yeah, there you go. All right, Luke, mate, we're gonna let you go. Love thanks. the way you're playing at the moment. Well yeah. done, and, and, mate. Sweet, that, thanks, thanks for that. Thank listen, you. what what do you do just quickly before you go? You got the buy this week, so appreciate you giving up your time while you got some days off. No, that's, what, all, what, that's all good. How you you've, you you and your partner have moved to to New Zealand? What are you doing to fill in your week? He's going whitebait fishing this oh, week. Is that what they do? No. Or, or sailing? <laughs> 
a couple of the, couple of the boys are into that. Um, we we might just head down to the plate. We haven't been down there. It's called um, Mount Manganui. Mount, oh, Mount Manganui. Yeah, one of the most beautiful yeah, coastline places yeah. you'll ever go to. Any wines around there? Yeah. or Anything like that? Wine, um, there's a bit. Of, there's a little island there called Waiheke Island, and yeah. they have a couple of little wineries there. So we've oh, been there, there a couple of times, and yeah, my missus likes having a couple. Of wines I think Waiheke so Island isn't that where Brandon Smith's from? Waiheke Island. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. from there. He is. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a good place. Well, mate, we appreciate you giving up some time. Go Thanks, and have so. a few nights away, and mate, best of luck for the rest of the season. Luke Metcalf from the uh, from the New Zealand Warriors. Thanks for your time. Sweet. Thanks, Ad. Thanks, Ad. We'll be back in a moment. This is Sports Day for Kia and World Gym. We're back for World Gym. Train for the sport you play. And Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Sats and uh, Jace here tonight. Just the breaking news. Uh, Shane Flanagan has signed a three-year deal with the Dragons to coach from 2024 onwards. Another breaking news <clears throat> that you didn't hear when we said goodbye to uh, Luke Metcalf. A little bit like Cam Green. He said, oh, thanks very much, Sats. Thanks very much, Maddie." <laughs> Who's he talking to? Oh, Mate, there's so no funny. evidence of that. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> it was a cross between Justin, Jason Justin and, and, Maddie. and mates. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we've got a caller. Is it Billy from, where's he from? Blaney. Blaney. I hope he's better than our last Ooh, caller. Blaney G'day, Billy. How are you, mate? Hey, boys. Hey, Sassy Woogie. <laughs> hey, mate, how old are you? How old are you? I'm 10, actually. I'm from Blaney. Place for the Blaney Bears. Local 10. There you go. 10 years of age. Would he be officially SEN's youngest caller? Possibly. Listener. Sports Day smartest listener right here. What's on your mind, Billy? Yeah. What's on my mind? You want me to tell you what's on my mind, boys? Yep. Tell us. He's <laughs> the origin team. Okay. Well, so obviously from now, Blaney, you're a New South Wales fan. So what do you think? Yes, I'm a New South Wales. I'm a diehard New South Wales fan. And I want to talk about two topics. Yep. Now, the half-back position. Mitch Moses is going to the role. I'm not too happy about that, boys. Can I tell you why? Why is that? Because, um, see, Nick Hines has been in the squad three years. 2021, 2022, 2023. <laughs> so he's been building up to this moment. Just step up and play halfback. Nathan Cleary's injured, so he's been preparing for this. And because he played one bad 10 minutes, they just got rid of him. So that's one of the things I'm a little bit. I agree. I agree with you, Billy. Good stuff. Yep. What's the next thing? Thank you, sir. My next thing is TPJ getting booted. Now they said they said that oh we know he has an error in him. Oh we this this and this. He had a good first half, made an error. You know what? Freddie said. Freddie said, "Wait, TPJ, you can rack off. So he's (laughs) out of the team now. That's another thing that I'm annoyed at." And I, I'm think we're going. I think Queensland are going to win the Origin again. <sighs> I'm fed up with it, and so that's Billy is going to ask my mind, boys. Billy is going to ask you that as a, new, a young New yep. South Wales fan, you must be over New South Wales losing. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I'm quite fed up with it because I've, I've ever since I was a young five year old, this is <laughs> the first and error. You know, it's been coming on, on and on again, and all I can hear is Queensland, Queensland. Ah, oh, I'm just a bit. I'm just a bit annoyed, boys. 
There you go. I'm I love your call, Billy. And you go into one of our group of one of our smartest listeners. Definitely our youngest listener, I think. Sports Day's what? youngest listener. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. He's not in the whack pack though. Yeah. No, he's not in the whack pack. Can you uh, can you call you us? Can, ask me, can you call us every week, Billy? I will call I will call you every week, boys. I'll give great. you my thoughts. Can, um, and Billy, I'm, is I'm it not... wrong to give Billy an esky? <laughs> A <laughs> sports day esque. Might be. Might yeah, be. Okay. I don't what? know. Nah, give him one. Bugger it. Hey, listen, Billy, next week, I want you to do some research on aliens. Matt Rogers will be here all week next week. What, and a, what, he... what was that? Uh, um, right, okay. Wait, what do you want me to Billy, research? No, Billy, Billy, <laughs> no, bad language, mate. We're on the radio. Next week, research. Oh, what do I do? <clears throat> That's all right. Yeah. Billy, we'll talk to you next week. Thanks That's for your right. call, mate. You know the best bit about that? He's about to lose it then, Billy. <clears throat> I think his brother might have been annoying. He sounded like his brother in the background. Oh, his old man might be there. But, Billy, Billy, you, you can't say that word on radio, okay? <laughs> How good's Billy? Unbelievable. Well done, Billy. Hey, text messages. We've got a ton of them. Yeah. 0457 736 736. Go from the top, Sats. Preston Campbell won a Dally M but didn't play Origin. This is from uh, Toronto Rod, also from 302. Oh, no, so... Someone else. Yeah, no, yeah, from 393. No, Toronto Rod is 393. David from St. Ives. They both say winning an Adele M award doesn't mean you're automatic mm. for origin. He's a fine player. Oh, I know. He's questions as a half. So, oh. but it is, I, I agree with you. I, I think if you're. He's if you're replacing the injured guy. If you're form warranted. And Billy oh. made a good point there. He's been groomed for Billy, three the 10 year old, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sats on with you. It's bloody Sultana bread. No three zero two. I didn't say it's Sultana <laughs> bread. You. That was for me. Justin. Uh, Daniel from Prairiewood is right. Steve from Dubbo. Usually, hang is. on. Steve from Dubbo also threw in a text about Glenn mm. and his call earlier. What, what did he say, Glenn? He's a radio icon. icon. Yeah, he, not afraid to tackle the big issues head on. Oh, that was about Donald Trump and, and Lisa Wilkins. Yeah. Uh, evening, guys. Great show. I work away in the mines. This is Michael on the Gold Coast, and when I come home. Oh, this is rat going shopping. I go shopping and I get frightened. Yeah, Michael from the Gold Coast. See, we believe rat has no idea how much cost things cost or where things are in a supermarket. Mm. So next week you're going to play <laughs> supermarket. What was it? I forgot about bingo. It. I, don't I, don't know. Know. I don't know. I don't know. Supermarket sweepstakes. Despite- Here's your host, Scott Sattler. Oh. Yeah, you got to come on as the host. Steve says, No, 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 stop it. Young you- Billy sounds tired and emotional. He should be in bed. <laughs> can you do the, Can you be the host? Okay, yeah, yeah. All right, we'll start again. Wait, wait, okay, wait, wait, yeah, wait. Right. All right, here we go. This is next What's week. What's it called it's, again? I'll do the intro. You okay, just be gotcha, the host. You're yeah. like the Tony Barber. Okay, gotcha, yeah. Right, are you ready? Go. And right around Australia. On the Sports Day Network, it's time for Supermarket Sweepstake. And here's your host, Scott Sattler. Yes, welcome back to the show. And our very special guest out of the crowd is Matt. Matt the alien. How are you, Matt? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> okay, Matt. The premise of this segment, obviously, is you're going to guess in a range of how much an article or an item in the shopping aisles is going to cost. You ready to play? Please pull up to the service window, please. I can also deep fry the bag. Okay. Ready? Dishwashing. Dishwashing. <laughs> dishwashing so liquid. Bad. Yes. Give us a price. 
Need some work. Okay, it does need some work. Well done. Yep. Well done there, Scott Hey, boys, Sutter. I sat and watched the first Origin with the old boy at the Mighty Cauldron. He was full of forex, so where am I going with this Queenslander through and through is I bet a cockroach $1,000 to win today on the job. I couldn't believe he shook me hand. I'm very confident with Queenslander take out the series next week. This is – yeah, he better play. I can't read that out. Thanks, boys. I feel so <laughs> insulted when he said my wagon wheels – this is rat – was not a biscuit. Lucky he's a Queenslander. Mick. Now, he's um, not a Queensland. I've got an idea. You should try and get Nate Miles and Gal at the same time on the show and have banter about that incident. I think they have been interviewed about that. I'm Hang not on. quite sure. Can we just go to the phones? one 300 Danger. How are you, mate? Good, boys. Yourself? Yeah, where have you been? Hey, you've been <laughs> hiding in the bushes. <laughs> I've been hiding in my bloody bathtub. Oh, oh well, yeah, I've missed bath um, time with Danger. <laughs> Just a quick story, real quick one. I hope so. Uh, about, 30, about 30 years ago, mm. I used to work in Darwin Bakery, and every slice of bread that came off the machine was exactly the same, and it was all just different bags. We changed the bags. Yeah. All the bread's exactly the same. Raisin toast, sultana toast, um, and the other one you, uh, you mentioned, um, it's, it's all the same, and it is the same. Thank there you. is no difference. Thank you. Thank you, mate. It is exactly the same. Good to hear That's from you. That's all I wanted to say. Goodbye, Danger. Have, Thank yeah. you, Danger. Mick from Margaret River. G'day, Mick. How's our favourite publican going? How are you, Wood? Good. Good, mate. Good. Sat. Sorry, I didn't mean not to add you in there. Sorry. That's all right. What can we what's do? Everyone, hey, what's, hey, Mick, what's everyone getting around at the moment in the pub? What's What's the favourite beer on tap? Uh, well, mate, they're, they're all the craft beers over here, so it's a uh, beer farm and... Uh, tall timbers, so it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a bit different than the normals. <laughs> hey, um, I'm um, you, you, you're ringing because you played for the same club as Billy. Yeah, well, the Blaney Bears. Yeah, a long time ago in the park space, man. I was just uh, the kid. That yeah, Blaney nice. is the only place, and and it's terrible. Like it's terrible to say, it is. It is the only place you got to go up a hill to get to a hole. <laughs> <laughs> Hello to our listeners in Blaney. I do yes. apologise yeah. to the kid, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, hey, mate, it is terrible. I'm in, your, I'm in your neck of the woods next week. Well, Bali, it's close to Perth, isn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah, it's just a stone's throw. Beauty. All right, mate, we've got to go because we're running out of time. Good to hear from you, Mick. Thanks, boys. See you later. Our favourite publican, Mick. Quickly, a couple of more texts. Um, apparently, Sats and Woogie, give Billy the correct me if I'm right, Esky. What a refreshing call. Happy to have Billy in my stable of high intellectuals. I'll keep as far away from the whack pack as possible. Daniel from Prairie Wood. Billy from Blaney should get back on the billies from Sludge. <laughs> like, he's a 10-year-old. Sludge? <laughs> you can't say that. <laughs> So it's so many text messages now. On last night's show, Whispering Rat and Sats were discussing players from both State of Origin teams. Rat was saying New South Wales always seemed to have a, a team of absolute superstars, and Queensland pulled together a ragtag bunch of talented footy players. I understand both coaches are very intelligent, but football savvy. But could the difference be that Freddie is struggling to turn a team of champions into a champion team, whereas Billy can? And he just gets it, or other players just not buying in. Cheers, boys. Truck twenty four. Uh, Eight seven seven sends Thanks, this truck. text. Uh, Jason Hines wasn't on the bench just to replace uh, Cleary if he got injured. He was picked as a utility. Moses is the better half and game manager, and Hines not needed 
as a utility this game. Well, why isn't he needed as a utility this game? Mm. Why, why isn't he even on the bench for this game? I, I, can, I, I know Reese Robson got picked. <laughs> Daddy? Can you believe that? What's wrong with him now? He just yells out for, for, for no reason. Yeah. One more. Uh, get it through your thick head. Must be talking to you. This is Matt. Uh, we cannot take a guy like Nico into the cauldron. It's a completely different no, beast. No, that's you, thickhead. Uh, need experience and more of a tougher play. Dalian means nothing when it comes to origin. So what I'm getting from that is Mitch Moses. Uh, can we agree on this, that he's the tough player, is he? Mitch Moses is tough. Everyone's tough that plays the game. Well, apparently Nico Hines isn't. Ryan from Byron Bay. I agree with Jason on Hines. New South Wales need to move on Freddie. He is erratic and his selections always have been. Time for a change. Queensland by 30. Hope not. Ryan, you get run out of Byron saying something like that. Um, Cheeky monkeys. Phil from Mudgy. Guys, I'm going New South Wales origin too. Better looking team. What, as in looks? <laughs> I mean, with Cam Murray there, I agree. Hey, Damo from Ballina, yeah. listening in your cabana with a cold one. Can't tell that joke, sorry. Just can't tell it. Good joke, but. Which, I, what joke? I can't use it in my last laugh. What, what, what joke are you talking I'll about? I'll show it to you in the ad. It's about a... But how does Damo know about it? No, Damo has sent in a joke, and I'm saying it's not... Oh, right. Yeah, it's not appropriate, but it's oh, funny. Right. okay. Yeah. Evening, guys, I think Nico is in the same boat as Croker, uh, Reynolds, and Alex Johnston. Sorry, yeah. Great, but not origin J- great. Jared Croker. Yeah. Uh, great, but not origin great. Hamstrings from Narrabeen. Mm-hmm. All right, yeah. We've got to go to a break. When we come back, we're going to catch up with uh, Simon Orchard from Greyhounds, New South Wales. Alex He's... Johnson, that's another one. Never played Origin, but played for Australia. Interesting one. Okay. Oh, let me ask you this question. If Jared Croker was a Queenslander, would have he played Origin? Jared Croker? Hmm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Why, why, why can't New South Wales spot talent? Well, they can because no, because he's not in the know last why... five, the you, five series. You know why he's not in the New South Wales team? Or never play because he didn't play for Penrith or the Roosters. <laughs> that's the only reason, mate. Uh, that's the reason. Muzzer says Daniel from Prairiewood used to be in his Oz tag team. Okay. What sort of player was he, Muzzer? Was right. he shifty? Was he quick? Was he a toiler? A toiler. Imagine that. All righty. Uh, Got to go to a break. This is Sports Day. Simon Orchard from Greyhounds, New South Wales. Next. We'll be back in a moment. This is Sports Day for Kia and World Gym. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's large SUV. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to it. Time to get a Greyhounds New South Wales update with Simon Orchard. The Super Series returns with the Thunderbolt June 24 at Grafton. Simon, just before we get into the nitty-gritty, I was listening to SENQ in Brisbane this morning. And, of course, the State of Origin uh, event is on next week. And I know that's being raced in Queensland. But, geez, they were giving giving New South Wales dogs a hard time, mate, the Queenslanders this morning. (laughs) Well, fair enough. That's how it should be done. Right? What is it? State against state, mate against mate, dog against dog for us tomorrow night, fellas, at Albion Park. And it's great to see two old footy heads, Terry Hill, captain of the New South Wales team, and the big bear, Benny Hammett, captain of the Queensland team, going 
uh, toe-to-toe. So, Terry, I spoke to him this morning. Actually, he's been up there living the dream for the last four days. He said it's such a hard job, boys, just sitting up on the <laughs> on the uh, balcony with the thongs and the speedo, doing all the uh, interviews and going down to the dog track and watching dogs run around. What a tough life, hey? I've got to get mm. on that trip I, that... sometime soon. But, yeah, you're right. Tomorrow night, sprint race. Staying race and a match race. I absolutely love the match race, fellas. We've got Simply Limelight, our golden Easter egg winner, up against Jay's Jay, a dog that they reckon is unbeatable at Albion Park. They'll go head-to-head in the match race, just 1v1, so that'll be uh, enthralling doing. We've got the sprint race, which unfortunately She's the Pearl withdrew from the New South Wales team a couple of days ago. She ran on the weekend and she won. But, yeah, look, Andy Lord just not happy with her, and it's a long way to go for a race. Uh, it's worth a bit of money. It's worth a hundred grand to the winner, and it's a Group Three event. So look, it's not child's play. But Andy has pulled out both her Corball Magic and Punters Ben from the staying race. So look, our team takes a bit of a hit, but we've still got Windra All Class in the sprint. We've got Cashmaster, who's a rising star in the staying race. Look, I reckon that's ours to lose. Dipping Orlando, Palawa King, Nangar Rocket. Uh, we're absolutely blessed with good staying talent at the moment, and can't wait to see that go off at Albion Park tomorrow night. Nice. There you go. Thank you, mate. Awesome. Awesome. Right Let's get into the Thunderbolt. Yeah, sats. Thunderbolt. So, what's going on with the Thunderbolt? Semi-final fields are now set. Is that right? They are. They are, boys. I've filled the petrol tank up. I'm ready to make the five-hour trip north from my home in Maitland to Grafton on Sunday for the semi-final. So, basically, fellas, we've been travelling around the state. Uh, it started on at Wagga two about two weeks ago. We had some heats down there. We've been to Bulleye, Gosford, Tare, Golden. Richmond, Dubbo, and then Grafton held some heats on the weekend as well. We've got our 32 dogs, 75 grand up for grabs. We're going to have four semifinals on Sunday. The top two from each semifinal will go through to the final, which will be held six days later, Saturday the 24th of June. Uh, And I'll be doing the trip as well. So I'll go up to Grafton on Sunday, hopefully get a couple of interviews with some winners and some good yarns, come back home and then do it all again the following week, fellas. Uh, And it's, it's a hell of a... Series. We've got some dogs, a bloke by the name of Rob Tyler has four chances at $75,000. We've got Talakai, named after the big bustling centre at the Cronulla Sharks. He's through to the semi-finals. We've got uh, Radri Jack, one of my old favourites from down in Goulburn. Neil Staines will be doing the trip up north. And then the dog I reckon they've all got to beat uh, by the name of Vamoose, who actually missed out on qualifying at the Gosford Heats, and then went to Grafton five days later and absolutely towed them up. You won't see a better run in a short course race this year. So Vermoose, look, probably a favourite with at the moment. I haven't seen the markets, the all-in markets, that is, for this race, but he's the one that they've got to beat, guys. Now, the Sports Day dog, Greyhound, of course, Fat Pizza, ran two days ago out of box seven in <laughs> Richmond, got six, 70 starts, no wins. Yes. It's a disappointment. Well, you can make that 71 starts with no wins, boys, because he's run again this afternoon. Oh. And unfortunately, box eight just became a bit too difficult for Fat Pizza. Ended up uh, with an admirable seven. So oh, add God. another unplaced effort to our dog, our boy, Fat Pizza. So 71 starts, zero wins, 35 placings, and just over 11.5 grand in prize money. But Fat Pizza, 71 starts now. Without a win, maybe how, next week. How are we looking at our our very special race, which Sen is going to um, hopefully um, be right amongst What's as a major sponsor? We spoke about <laughs> it last week, didn't we, Simo? So, so it's anyone who's anyone who hasn't had a win after thirty starts, twenty to thirty starts. Okay, mm-hmm. we put them all into one race. And it's called the Iron Maiden. 
Oh, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> you, I left it in your capable hands. You and, and don't worry, my people have spoken to other people. <laughs> We're all speaking. Right, oh, right. boys. We need to get it off the ground. Either the yeah, the Iron Maiden or the world's richest maiden. And um, Simo, the, Kilner, the, the poster. That poster actually said. The poster yeah, can yeah. be like a concert poster. So you got the Iron Maiden wherever. wherever I think it's that. Be held. I think that's already. And then um, all the dogs. Yeah. Are like the bands, you know, around. Oh, so the they've poster. got makeup on and stuff like that, like mm. Kiss with their tongues out. <laughs> Is that what you're expecting on this poster? <laughs> oh, mate. We're all over it. I tell you, there's a market for it. The battlers all around the state, uh, they need something oh. to, to aspire to. We, mm. they, they actually have a, um, a really rich maiden out in Broken Hill, which was run in the last month or so. I'm not suggesting we head out there, fellas, but I tell you what, Terry Hill has sold me on. Maybe we head up to, to Brizzy for a day. We take all the all the maidens up there, Fat Pizza and co, and we run them all around for a bit of prize money. Sounds good to me. The Aussie Battler Cup. No, we've already come up with a name, mate. Stop trying to take over. Yeah, I don't like yours. And, and, Simon just used the word battler, and, and the, I like that and the box And the box draw is done at the Brecky Creek Hotel the night before. Oh, there you go. Mate, you know none of them will win the race. If they're all that, they'll, they'll all fall over. And no one will get up and run past uh, the, the rabbit. Yeah. Anyway, listen, let's get some tips for Weddy Park tonight. Can you get us something that might win? Yeah, I reckon I can. Uh, wasn't as confident last week, but tonight there's a dog by the name has. Ability, which is aptly named, race four, number eight, has ability around two dollars fifty at the moment. Really like the dog, uh, but what I like most, there's a dog by the name of Like Wildfire, which is taking New South Wales Greyhound Racing by storm. It's won six from six. It's broken a couple of track records. It's absolutely demolished everything it's run into, fellas. Except has ability, has ability, almost beat this dog. And since that race, this dog has gone on to just obliterate all its competition. So tonight, race four, number eight, has ability. And then six, three, we don't share. Race six, number three, we don't share. Dropping grade, loves running from box three, undefeated from there, has had six wins at the track. I reckon it's ready to win as well. So race four, number eight, has ability. And race six, number That's three, we don't share. The best bets at Wednesday Park tonight. Beautiful. Beauty, the world's richest short course race, the Thunderbolt, Saturday, 24th of June at Grafton. It's Greyhound Racing Supercharged. Thanks, Simon. We're back for World Gym. Train for the sport you play. And Kia, official partner of the FIFA Women's World Cup 2023. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to it. Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews. We're about to wrap up uh, real soon. The boys, for those listening through SEN, of course, the driver's seat with those two larrikins, uh, Matt McKeldin and Stevie J coming up soon. Racing in Darwin this weekend. That'd be exciting. Lawless. Yeah, even more lawless with the V8. With the rev heads. Yeah. All right, mate, plenty of text to get through. You got some there around St. George you wanted to yeah, get? Yeah, also one here about the Dally M's. Glenn says from Sunshine Coast, so I've got a question to ask you, and it's really worrying me, the Dally M, how it's judged. I'm concerned that there's only a few candidates due to the fact that people are getting suspended or fined. Do you think they're going to have to change the criteria to have a winner? So the criteria at the moment, Glenn, is there's two judges per game. So one player can get a maximum of and six you're one points. Of them, right? Yeah, I'm a Dally M judge. Six points is the maximum you can get one player instead of three. And if you serve more, two or more weeks suspended, you are ineligible. But if you serve, right. if you get a one-week suspension, you lose three points, you dally M's. So, yeah. Still eligible. You're still eligible. Um, I would back Frank Sattler in a match race versus Fat Pizza. I would That's too. From Rooster Mars. Hi, boys. The question Hang is. Hang on, wait. No, you wouldn't. You said to me at the start of the show, oh, poor Frank's been home all day by itself. Yeah. It's scared of cats. Didn't leave the lights on either. 
Hi, boys. The question is, will Flano have free reign or will the board continue to interfere? This is from another Glenn. Also, I heard Benny Hunt could be hunted by the Tigers. That would make sense. I hope not. Uh, well, apparently Benny Hunt has had talks with Shane Flanagan and saying that he wants to play seven. Yeah. Glenn and Shell Harbour says, uh, two weeks off the beers. I feel great. Good staff, Glenn. Another Dragons one here. Uh, hi, guys. Hey, Sats. Why are you not happy with Flanagan? This is Brizzy Bryan getting the Saints job. Do you have a problem with him? I mean to say, has he done his time? He should be given another go. Time will tell, Brian, Brizzy Bryan. I, I, I hope that Shane has learnt from the previous indiscretions where duty of care of players was a question and then he breached, obviously, the conditions that he was put under. So I'd like to think that he has matured well, from that. he hasn't been given the chance to show that he has changed. Yeah. So time will tell, Brizzy Bryan. But I, I get where you're coming from. Uh, Dan says, on the appointment of Shane Flanagan as a head coach of St. George Illawarra, I have a ton of mates who are Dragons fans who are aggrieved at this appointment from an ethical standpoint due to his prior indiscretions of overseeing an illegal supplement regime and systematically having a leading hand in salary cap breaching whilst breaking NRL-imposed sanctions of not contacting the club. Flanagan can be the coach, but at what cost? Uh, it's, it's, a good, it's a good message, Dan. I suppose that's what we've got to hopefully that... Uh, he doesn't go down that path again. Simon Orchard said box eight cost Fat Pizza a win. What about seven, six, five, four, three, two, and one? <laughs> On sports day, it's time for the last laugh with Scott Sattler. I can't believe I just wandered in. I, he's coming right in. He's going to do a set after me. The stage yeah. is yours, Graham from Narrabeen says raisin toast. And Justin says you're welcome. It's called fruit loaf. All right, let's move on. So this is more of an observation, not a joke. So I was looking at... If I was in a triathlon, I've now come to the conclusion that a shark can swim faster than me, yeah? But I can run faster than a shark. So if I was in a triathlon against a shark, it would purely come down to who's better on a bike. How dare you? No soup for you. Come just, back. One year. This is stupid. Uh, grab a podcast the show if you like. Sports Day uh, New South Wales. Those interviews with Nate Miles... Um, and also Luke Metcalf. Luke Metcalf. You can get those on uh, SCN uh, League. You find those interviews on there if you missed out. One two seven says the blow talk section question should be have you ever ex- experienced a hopawadi? <laughs> We're gonna go. <laughs> we'll be back tomorrow night. Nice. See ya. Catch you then. Bye bye.